It's a good thing we started now and didn't wait another song because Judas was up next. Oh. Um, so, welcome everybody to the Pinfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I am joined as always by my co-host, Marcus. Um, so, my problem before we started this was I switched over to this to the to the app and I could only hear out of one of my Air- AirPods. So I disconnected and I reconnected and then it said, "Oh, do you want to switch your input device?" And my brain said, "Yeah," except I didn't. So I switched the microphone back to the microphone and just a default AirPods number 2 and I was like, "Oh, that's me." Every time you talked, it was like this weird alien screechy squeaky kind of noise like metal well, grinding against me. itself it was so fucking weird yeah, is that your new I'm language up after Pete's. i it was the weirdest thing and i had to that's why i was looking confused mm, okay. and told you to wait well this is dynamite fucking aw dynamite happy dynamite yeah. and this was a great show this was a really great show until it wasn't. Until there were a lot of things that weren't there were a good lot tonight. Of things that weren't good, but there were a lot of things that were great. Um, like the first match, fucking CM Punk versus Dax Harwood was incredible. Um, that was awesome. We also had the Hardys and Darby and Sting versus uh, AFO, which was fantastic. Um, uh, let's see, we got Danielson and Mox versus Varsity Blondes. It's pretty fun. Um, MJF told Wardlow he's going to crucify him. He literally said he's going to nail him to the cross. Um... We got Adam Cole versus Jay Lethal, a little bit of uh, Ring of Honor action. Um, horrible. Horrible. This is where the show started to suck. Dan Lambert confronts Sammy Guevara and Ty Connie. That fucking sucked. That was bad. That was really bad. Slut shaming from Dan Lambert. Whole lot of fucking just gross shit. Shit that I just didn't need to to hear. hear Ty Ty and Sammy slept with the belt, basically. Yeah, that was a fucking very weird comment. I was like, I would also feel weird being TNT Network. Like, wait, you did what with our logo? <laughs> like, um, also, I just want to say that Vicky Guerrero's promo was, was really, really bad. bad. We'll get to that. Yeah, I just well, mm. we were just recapping, so I figured out if we were going to talk about really bad, yeah. I had that in there. Um, yeah, that was horrendous. Yeah, yeah. So. And and Ethan and Scorpio didn't even get to talk at all. The only two good people in this entire feud. Yeah. Mishmash. 
Um, we then had Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet, which was also hot shit. Like, why even book the match? It's dog shit. Yep. Um, then we had Nyla Rose challenge Vicky Guerrero, but Vicky gave a horrible promo to uh, Thunder Rosa. Told. You mean Nyla Rose challenged oh, Thunder Rosa? You said she challenged Vicky Guerrero. I like to think she did. Um, <laughs> but Vicky told Thunder to get her green card, or take her green card and return to Mexico. God. Don't yeah, let boomers write their own promos. <laughs> I think that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah, probably, actually. That's, that's, that's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and then we had Dark Order versus Jericho Appreciation Society, which w was not a bad match. That was a pretty decent note to end on. Um, yeah, I mean, first hour was sick as fuck. Second hour was, eh, uh, it was bad until the last match. Um, yeah. You want to talk about some news? I've got a lot of news, so we Let's should talk, talk about, about the news. news. Okay, I meant to organize the news, but sorry. Um, I got some interesting news, and I got some less than interesting news. Um, take that how you will. So WWE and 2K Games are going to partner on many more games, as they said. Um... So I guess all those rumors that they weren't going to be partnering anymore well, is no, no, fake no, 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 and no. Those, should not be believed. What the story was prior was if 2K22 didn't do well, they would switch to partnering with EA. But because uh, 22 did well, um, they're continuing that partnership, which the lesser of two evils, whatever. I'd rather have this shit than yeah. whatever bullshit's happening with FIFA. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just going to try to go through some of these fast. Um, just because there is like a fuck ton of news. And that's because we yeah. haven't done news in a while. Um, so former WWE star David Otunga um, is apparently taking his split with his ex-fiance, Jennifer Hudson. Some of you may know her. Um, uh, not so well. Um, he is selling her engagement like ring. Selling her. <laughs> um, he's selling her engagement ring um, to benefit fathers' rights organizations, or a fathers' rights organization. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. Um. The the <laughs> the organization is called I Do Now oh, I Don't. Boy. And apparently the ring, it's um, a five-carat cushion-cut diamond ring um, that is estimated retail value of $45,000. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, um, glad to see he's handling it well. Yes. Um, also, WrestleMania is going to be airing in select theaters. Um 
Fathom Events is going to bring WrestleMania to um, uh, theaters, I think. I don't know exactly where they... Like, there's a whole... I'm sure there's ways mm-hmm. to find out. Um, but it's apparently across the United States. I thought that that was just going to be in Texas, but it's apparently... That's cool. The AEW does that, too. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Huh. I've heard good things about those shows. I'd love to do that. I think it'd be super fun to, like, get some fucking popcorn, hang out with a... Well, never mind. <laughs> Actually, I take that back entirely. Uh, all right, so... WWE also announced a broadcast deal, or a new broadcast deal, rather, um, for Middle East and North Africa. Um, apparently, they're going to partner with NBC, not NBC, M, as in man. I don't know. What's the military thing for M? Um Fuck, why can't I think of that? Um, what the fuck? I can't remember it. It's not Mario. Um, Mike. It's Mike. Oh, because Oscar Mike. Mike. Um, yeah, so... Um, apparently, they're going to be partnering with NBC's video-on-demand streaming service called Shahid. Um, which is going to be the new home for WWE in uh, Saudi Arabia and the rest of the Middle East, North Hmm. African region, which I'm just learning there is an acronym for. I did not know that. But I I deciphered it on the go. Good for you. Or at least that's what I'm assuming M-E-N-A stands for. If I'm wrong, then (laughs) that's not fair. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... I'm trying to like cross out things as we go. Um, we also have a new ring name for a, an NXT star that you're not gonna really recognize at all. Kayla Inlay got a new she's ring name, a, she's um, appeared, which is interesting. I think she was in one episode for the um, women's Dusty Cup, and then she was on Level Up. Yeah. Um, so she was previously ex Tina K um, until the end of January when she was signed with WWE. Sorry, I'm trying not to hiccup. Um, then she became Kayla Inlay, and then she has now had her name changed to Kiana James. Good for her. <laughs> I, <don't know>. I guess. <laughs> um, Also, Ronda Rousey has a minor injury going into WrestleMania. Um, Apparently, she tore her... Now, it's not what you think it is. Which I'm glad she explained what it is. Her labial frenulum. What? Which, in my head, I said, okay, I know what part of the body starts with that. So how'd you do that? But no, apparently it's... um, the I think it's um the the thing here, like the piece mm-hmm. of skin like here, I think mm-hmm. that's what it is, because she said that little piece of skin that connects your lip to your jaw or whatever 
which this is not your jaw, but I don't expect her to know that much. So it is Ronda Rousey after all. Um, Also, let's see. WWE announced a musical performance for WrestleMania. I don't know who this is. You might, somebody might, someone out there might be like super fucking hype about this. Um, But DJ Valentino Khan is going to perform at WrestleMania. I have no idea who that is. Okay, so I'm not insane. I I read that headline too and I was like, Um, this means nothing to me. Yeah, I uh, was kind of hoping that you'd be like, oh, that guy. (laughs) So... Um, also in funny news that makes me fucking laugh, Stephanie McMahon is now on the board of directors at FaZe Clan. Definitely very, uh, surprising. I read that and I was like, yeah, sure she is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, apparently FaZe Clan is planning to merge with B. Riley, Principal 150 Merger Corp. Which sounds like the most bullshit thing in the world. I don't know. Weren't they just like a YouTube channel for like a while? Like yeah, Phase? I mean, were, Wasn't that like, they were like just a like YouTuber? Of, uh, uh, gamers. They had a YouTube channel. They're, they got famous off of uh, montages. But then they just became like content creators. And they've got like a whole ass like organization. They do like, they do like esports. Kind of lame. They also do like live streaming and, and shit like that. I mean it's, it's the market. Yeah, I mean, hey, they they're are, probably making fucking bank, so. I, I've, they, they have posters fucking all over New York City. Have you not seen them? They're, they're legit FaZe Clan posters. I have not been in New York City in... I haven't been in New York City proper mm. in, a, in a hot, hot minute. So. Especially not places mm. where there are tons of billboards. Well, not even billboards, just legit posters um, on, like, sides of buildings. Yeah. Really? Huh. Yeah, I haven't been in the city in a minute. Um... Also, former WWE Performance Center coach Sarah Stock is going to have her in-ring return. Um, she used to wrestle for AAA and CMLL as Dark Angel and won gold in TNA as Sarita, hmm. apparently. Um, she was a trainer from 2015 to 2020. Um, and apparently she noted on her YouTube channel that she is going to wrestle her first three matches back in Mexico. Um, she was the one who was arrested, um, and charged with an aggravated battery, resisting law enforcement, disorderly conduct, and public intoxication, um, in October 2020. Um, which she confirmed, but the charges were dropped except for a misdemeanor Mm -hmm. charge. So, glad to see she's kind of gotten it together a little little bit. bit. (laughs) Yeah, God willing. Um, also interesting WWE news. Flash Morgan Webster's contract might be expiring. Um, apparently, he's on a little like, um, like he, a short-term extension they called it. Um, but he has rejected WWE's initial um, renewal offer. So interesting. I'd like to see him uh, elsewhere. I really wonder where he would go because I don't think he's a big enough name to be picked up by the likes of uh, AEW or Impact, and I wonder if he'd stay in in the UK. Maybe go to like WXW or uh, or near the UK to WXW or like Progress or something. I think he'd be cool on the Indies. I think that he yeah. would do well. He's got a good look. 
Yeah. Um, also in WWE news, this is our last WWE news piece, and then we've got like a couple things of AEW. Um, is apparently Biggie he tweeted that the guy who was like taking care of his neck apparently said that he narrowly escaped paralysis, a stroke, and nearly death with the fracture of his neck, which I just think is fucking bananas. Thank fucking God that man's okay. Like, he he even said that hearing that puts a whole new, like, perspective on life. I'm like... Yeah. That's a miracle. I feel like that's gotta change you as a person. Like, that, even if, like, you're, like, the most, like, well-adjusted human being, I feel like as a person you'd just be like, Okay. Absolutely. Um, yeah, fucking wild. Um, some quick Ring of Honor news. Ring of Honor's head booker, Delirious, is leaving after 18 oh. years. Yeah. Um, it seems to be kind of hot on the heels of uh, Tony coming it's in and shaking wonder, things up. Will Tony Donay be the one booking? Or will he put someone else in charge? Like a Mr. Samoa Joe. It's possible. Now that Regal's off the table since he is managing. Or I guess he could do both. But we'll see. Um, Alright, some quick AEW news. Jake Atlas said that he is hoping for a miracle with his um, 20 CL. Um... He said that it's going to be about nine months before he can wrestle again. But he said, I'm trying my best to work. See if I can make a miracle happen. Man, fucking, it's rough. Um, Jake Atlas has been through so much. And like, just in the span of a couple months. I think luckily he's like so young. You know, he's got that going for him. But like, Jesus Christ. That's a long time to not be doing, like, your job. Um, also, Ethan Page signed a contract extension. Ooh. So we'll Maybe be seeing we'll see, him more. Uh, see him with a belt. Any belt. Give him a belt. Just, just like a regular belt? Let me see a, belt, a like gold a belt around belt? that waist of his. Ethan's challenging for the TBS Dan title. Lambert has. Um... Or the no, I don't think we want that one. Well, Cole has to have some gold right now. Does he, though? He, he can be the first Ring of Honor champion um, after the acquisition. He can beat Gresham. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Um. Okay. Also, we have news that the card for triple A's triple mania triple X fucking funny triple A's triple mania triple X show um uh is going to have several current AEW stars um apparently that is going to include um Penta um that is also going to include Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara um 
that's also going to include actually this is not aw but laredo kid is going to be there uh bandito is going to be there the young bucks um andrade is going to be there um diana peraza is going to be there taya valkyrie is going to be there uh and hio del vikingo and ray fenix are fighting the young bucks so i guess ray's yeah. back uh, at least it's on the card could be subject to change but yeah, it'll be very cool to see the Bucks on Triple A. Yeah. Um, last piece of news, most important piece of news, honestly. Um, if anybody was wondering what happened to the show, a shot of Brandy, like what's its future going to be? I finally have news for you on that. The news is that. I don't know if this is like supposed to be pronounced as a word or as an acronym. DIGA Studios is going to hopefully bring Shot of Brandy to television. Um, they're looking into 30-minute uh, episodes, and they're trying to take it to broadcasters and streamers. Um, it's going to have Brandy cooking and chatting with celebrities and in and out of the wrestling ring. Well, you know what? So, That's good for I Brandy. hope we're all excited. Yeah, give her something to fucking do, I guess. Um, no one, uh, no, oh, well, I don't think we talked about the Cody news that he, he signed it, like, he's penned a deal with WWE, like, that deal is signed. Oh, oh I never even saw uh, that news, they, honestly. They have signed a deal, and, um, and Dave Meltzer has not taken back his, his belief, his report, that Cody and Seth is the plan for WrestleMania. Which, you know what? That'll be a sick match. And the, given the way Seth is uh, going into Mania, it's going to be a sick feud. Um, Alright, so... When, before we get into the episode, let's talk about our weekend show. We haven't talked about that yet, and I think I have the perfect show for us to recap for our weekend recap. On uh, Sunday... Sunday for us would be the morning. Sunday, will be Sunday, the Sunday. Finals to the New Japan Cup. So, do you want to recap that? What's there the card? None. Do you know? Oh, yeah. the the finals. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking. I'm still thinking of no, the semifinals. That's happening uh, on Friday. Um. Yeah, I'll talk about New Japan any goddamn day of the week. Fucking right, so... sure. Uh, gonna be weird to watch it without working out at the same time but yeah on, i'll do on it sunday i guess you i mean i guess you could work out it while, while we watch it it's not i don't think it's gonna matter or yeah i've got to take notes so i don't think that I would mean, really work out you do work it wouldn't work, work out so you could take notes too maybe um, we'll, so we'll sunday see. march 20 march 27th we'll be recapping the finals to the New Japan Cup 2022. Uh, we've we've made brackets for all this. <laughs> Miriam said, "Let us use channel points to determine Liza's workout while you guys recap the show." <laughs> yeah, bike push-ups, uh, burpees, or uh, weightlifting. 
I will never do a burpee for the rest of my life. Nobody can make me. Unless, like, somebody comes along and they're like, we want you to be a pro wrestler, but in order to be a pro wrestler, you have to do burpees. I'd be like, fine, <laughs> fuck it. But, like, that's the only time. Uh, all right, so so look out for that. It might be a good show. It might not be. If it's not a good show, we'll rail into it. I think it'll be a fun show, hopefully, if it's not a horrible show. Okada and Naito, or Okada and Osprey again. I want everyone to know right now. First of all, if at any point we end up with Okada versus Shingo, Naito versus Shingo, or Okada winning, basically, if Zach doesn't win, I'm not fucking oh, yeah. gonna be happy. That's where I'm gonna start that. Yeah. Um, if Zach doesn't win, I'm going to be pissed because I don't want to see a repeat match. It makes me crazy. Okada, honestly. That'd be a... S- <laughs> um, Alright. So, you want to talk about tonight's Dynamite? Um, Quickly, I want to talk about the fact that I have four drinks today. Cool. I have... Sparkling water. I have a sip of espresso. I have pineapple juice. And I have this, which I'm about to open. It's an adaptogenic, adaptonic, immunity tonic with strawberry and holy basil. That's what they call me. (laughs) They call you holy basil? Uh, I've got an empty mug of coffee and an empty water bottle here. I should have filled up my water bottle. Anyway, uh, Dynamite. Let's recap tonight's Dynamite. So we started off with CM Punk versus Dax Hardwood. Yes, we did. And it was yes, fantastic. We did. Um, it was. Um, we started this match by dodging one another for a little while. It's kind of like, you know, oh, they're so well-paired um, kind of situation. Um, Punk ends up getting the arm of Dax and then wrenches it back. Dax gets the rope break um, and just starts uppercutting Punk. Um, Punk hits Dax with a spine buster, but Dax doesn't really stay down for very long. Um, an arm drag throws Daxie down into another submission hold on the arm. Then Dax gets a get, gets up, mm-hmm. gets rocking a little bit, um, gets a chin lock on Punk before dumping him into the mat. And then what we didn't see, but we heard originally, is that the ass boys are in the crowd. Um, mostly because everybody is chanting I they were ass chanting boys. asshole at somebody in the crowd. Yes. Yeah. Um, I believe it was Ass Boys, and it was funny because I was like, why are the Ass Boys there? They shouldn't be there. I, I really thought maybe they're chanting Asshole, too. And then I saw them, and I was like, okay, I don't know why they're there still, but, like, fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Interesting. Um. So... You kind of start seeing where this is going. Um, this match was not about Dax and Punk at all. This match was about Dax and um, 
Kashi seeing the Asp boys and wanting to fight them. So Punk ends up, uh, Dax gets distracted by the Asp boys. Punk appears, starts chopping Dax. Harwood then goes up top, flies with an elbow, but Punk rolls away. Um, We start exchanging blows. There's a leg drop on Dax, and then Punk goes up top, and he's stopped by Dax, who chops the hell out of his chest. Um, He wants the superplex, but Punk stays put. He tosses Dax down. He goes up top again, but Dax shakes the ropes. Dax goes up top again. He hits the superplex to Punk. Um, Then he gets the diving headbutt. Punk loads Dax out, um, who then loads Punk out overhead. Um, And at this point, um, I I don't think he walked out with him, but did Cash just like appear? Yeah, yeah, he kind of just ran out. Also, Dax missed the flying headbutt. Yeah. Didn't he miss the flying headbutt? I thought he got it. He just hit the floor. Oh. Because I remember that happened with the elbow. No, the flying headbutt, he crashed. Yeah, I remember that. I'm going to disagree with you, but that's fine. I know, but I remember it vividly as well. I guess we'll have to wait for a third party to confirm in the chat. Um, Well, that happens. Um, Cash is here. So we get a crossbody off the... um, Sorry, crossbody off the top buckle. Um, Dax goes for like a figure four on Punk, but he does not get it at all in the slightest. What, what it was weird. For? The a figure four. Oh, the sharpshooter. Yeah, yes, he couldn't yes. get the legs right. I, yeah, I, that was weird. I thought of that as a storytelling thing, where he's like trying to live up to uh, Bret Hart, um, but also realizing that it's a tough fucking move. Until Daniel Garcia does it his first try later. <laughs> um, so we get a roll up to Punk and then a power bomb to Punk. Um, Punk goes for the GTS, but it's countered. Um, then Dax does get the sharp the sharpshooter. Um, man, manages that. Good for him. Um, but it's not enough. Punk is out of it. We get an arm submission um, to tap Daxi out, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but still, fantastic match. And uh, the ass boys were, were arguing with FTR after the match, leading to a match next week between them. Uh, and they, they specifically said with Billy Gunn uh, on, at ringside. I wonder if that means we'll get an appearance from Bret Hart. Or Tully. Or Tully and Bret. I just want to see Bret Hart on AEW TV managing FTR, because that'd be fucking awesome. Um, so then we get a promo from Jericho Appreciation Society. Jericho says, What a great story of young John Silver meeting his hero, Chris Jericho. Now he gets a match against his hero. You're going to get schooled tonight, honey, and it ain't going to be pretty. I didn't catch a lot of these notes because I couldn't hear what was being said in the promo. 
because people were talking over it. Sorry, we're not allowed to talk. I'm sorry, phones, I'm trying to take notes and I can't hear the promo over people talking. Talk during matches. <laughs> no, because I'm taking notes oh, during so matches. My notes don't matter. You don't have to transcribe I an do. entire promo. That's the that's my that's the thing I do. <laughs> um. So then, uh, Daniel Garcia says, "I'm going to show why a pro wrestler can never hang with a sports entertainer like me." Uh, and. Jericho's then wondering where Eddie and Santana and Ortiz are. 2.0 check behind the curtains and they're not there. And uh, Jericho says he wouldn't dare come back because this is... Or they wouldn't dare come back because this is Jericho Appreciation Society. And that is entertainment. Such a lame tagline. So then we have the Hardys, Darby, and Sting versus AFO. All I want is to see Butcher beat the shit out of Darby maybe ten more times. Given the opportunity. Um, didn't quite realize this was Tornado Tag mm -hmm. at first. I was like, I'm not taking notes on this shit. And then I realized I had to take notes on this shit. And I was like, oh no! <laughs> um... Derby ends up diving on to Butcher off the um, ring, and then Sting nearly fucking eats shit going to dive on to the rest of the AHO. Um, or the AFO, sorry. Um, which I thought was kind of horrifying. I didn't like watching Sting go up top and then like teeter. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Dang. Um... Eventually, we get a stinger splash on the barricade to Isaiah. Um, Butcher does what he does best, which is just beating the shit out of Darby ringside. Um, prior to that, Jeff fucking, like, knocks Blade over the fucking barricade. He's just beating the shit out of him. And I thought it was funny because, like, Butcher was, like, not really concerned about it. He was, like, very focused on what he was doing. Meanwhile, Blade's just getting, like, punched. Um, Butcher ends up taking Darby and swinging him into either side of the stairs and then throwing him down the stairs. Um, meanwhile, private parties send Matt Hardy into a table off the ramp. Um, then we go to the concourse, and Sting and Darby are beating up Butcher on a table. Um, and Blade, mind you. And then Jeff Hardy gets a ladder. Jeff Hardy, there's like a little ledge on the wall. Jeff Hardy goes up onto this ledge and swanton's off of that. Sick. And I was like, sick spot. It was sick as fuck. Scary, yeah. but sick as fuck. Then back in the ring, Sting no sells a chair shot. Um, which I thought was fucking wild. Um, he hits back to back stinger splashes to private party until Isaiah dodges one. They go for the gin and juice, but Sting counters. And then we get a twist of fate, scorpion death drop combination to get yeah. the win. Great showing from Sting at the end. He can fucking go still. It's great. 
Yeah. Um, also, yeah, I guess I should bring this up later. Never mind. Um, so then after that, we get an interview with FTR. Uh, Dak says, oh, no, no. Cash says, you just watched my best friend do what he does all the time, wrestle from the heart. And the ass boys are still wetting the bed. Dak says, there's a portion of the audience that doesn't care for us because we've done nasty things. I can't really blame them. We are the best tag team top to bottom. We are the absolute best. We'll see you next week, Billy's sons. Is is this a face turn for FTR? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was obvious when they got rid of Tully. In the pinnacle. Are they cool with everything MJF is doing? Or are they on Wardlow's side? Maybe maybe they're on Wardlow's side and like that we get FTR versus Sean and MJF. I mean, maybe like Tully was like the thing that like kept them technically in the pinnacle. No, because MJF said FTR like will be joining them or they're in action next week. Like they're still associated, according to MJF. But I don't know about according to FTR. Yeah, I wonder if we'll ever get sure closure on that. If if they're still being name dropped. In Pinnacle stuff. I'm sure they will be. Um, okay, so then... Uh, we get Brian Danielson and John Moxley versus the Varsity Blondes. And we have a new tag team name for Mox and Danielson. The Blackpool Combat Club. The Blackpool Combat yeah. Club. Okay. Alright. Sure. Why not? Um, so we start this match with Julia Hart being so fucking normal. Super normal. Having a very normal day today. Just She, she should be the one to join uh, Mox and Danielson. Like everyone thought. Everyone thought That'd they were going to a man. But no, they get Julia. And she turns fucking vicious. That'd be kind of cool, yeah. actually. I would not hate that. Um, so we get a spinbuster to uh, Pillman. Um, a lot of the beginning, a lot of the match itself was just kind of a massacre. Um, Moxley held on to Griff while Danielson hit him with a couple strikes. Then we get a bone arrow submission to Griff from, from Danielson before Moxley gets back in. Moxley starts striking Griff. Griff thinks he's got it. Griff thinks he, he has this shit under control. Like He kind of powers up a little bit. He toughens up. And he takes those hits, and then he goes for the lariat just to get fucking punched in the fucking face. <laughs> just square on the fucking nose. I was like, oh, buddy. You tried. You gave it your all. Um, Griff, however, manages to pick up Moxley. Pillman Jr. drop kicks him. We get the Bazyko knee to Garrison, though, and a paradigm shift to Pillman. Um, and then they just kind of, you know do what they do best which is stomping heads in and kicking people and punching people and then and then submitting people the finish was so sick the the double submission so good yeah um 
And my favorite part happened after that. Was it Mox in the mic? Was it before that? No, it was Regal passing <laughs> Julia. Just being like... Yeah. Because like he definitely saw her as he walked down the aisle and like was like... And then just kind of kept going. Like, nope, not my problem. Uh, so then Mox gets on the mic and he says, I'm a very lucky man. I am very blessed. I'm fortunate enough to compete against the best in the world. I am fortunate enough to learn from the best in the world. There's only one man whose opinion I've cared about. His lordship, William Regal. The seal of approval is a mark of excellence. It wasn't easy, it wasn't easy to get. I earned it through pain and blood and torture. So I wear that Blackpool badge of honor with pride. Just like my friend, Brian Danielson. We were forged in combat. It's like his lordship says, you want to stand across from us, you better step up or get stepped on. This message is for anyone who thinks they can stand beside us. We ain't giving out free, we ain't giving out no free passes. There's only one way to get it the hard way. Uh, and then we get after that MJF comes out. And uh, he, he talks to Texas first and he says, you got as many brain cells as you do teeth, Texas. Wardlow, it is such a shame you couldn't get the job done last week. Excuse me. Especially because I'm actually a man of my word. Unlike you, I honor my business arrangements. It's so sad you just weren't good enough to beat Scorpio Sky. Right now, I'd like to talk to CM Punk. I know it, you know it, I had you beat at Revolution just like how I had you beat twice in Chicago. So you decided to cheat to win. Don't know where, don't know when, but there will be another match. And when there is, I'm going to give you the most embarrassing loss of your career. It won't be over until I attend your funeral and piss on your grave. Now to the other spineless coward, the war dog. I'm going to start calling you pig because that's what you are, a greedy little piggy. When I first met you a couple of years ago, if it wasn't for me, these people wouldn't know who the hell you were. I made you. When I first met you, you didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. How do you repay me? By costing me the most important match in my life, then having the audacity to step into my ring and ask me to release you from your contract. Listen here, piggy. You didn't sign some deal with some schmuck. You signed a deal with the devil. All the devil's deals are ironclad. You thought you had it bad before. I'm gonna, I'm about to make your life a living hell. And he starts listing stuff he's gonna do, and the crowd starts chanting Jesus, because apparently there was a Jesus cosplayer in the crowd, because it's Texas. And um, in response to that, MJF yells, "I'm gonna strap Wardlow to a cross just like Jesus." Getting, getting that that religious heat, even though it's Austin. And Austin, it ain't religious. I just think oh, that's that fucking. That was, that like I wasn't totally paying attention to what was happening, and then that line came out of his fucking mouth, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> sure." That's an <laughs> Why example the fuck not? of good home of good uh, town heat. Not yeah. like your sports team sucks. <laughs> um. So then Wardlow comes out, and he starts laying out the security, uh, but is held back eventually. MJF yells, get the ref. You don't get it. You don't work for AEW. You work for MJF. And MJF doesn't want you around here no more. That means you're trespassing. 
Just like these marks, if they were to hop over the barricade. I'm going to keep paying you, but I'm going to pay you to stay home. You know what? That actually... Uh, can I... Can I get that deal? Mr... Mr. Friedman? Can you pay me to stay at home? Give me the work from home special? Um... Until all these people forget you ever existed. Until you wind up the same day you were when I signed you. An absolute nobody. The pinnacle has never been better. The next week, with FTR in action, we're about to move up. And then Spears says, when you're in the pinnacle, you're always on top. So then we get an interview with best friends. And Trent said, I never, he's talking to Yuta. I never liked you, but these guys trained you. They let you live on their couch and you're going to repay them by joining the tough guy club. I'm done with you. Wheeler says, I love these guys to death, but I didn't like you either. I'm trying to be the best wrestler I can be, not the best friend I can be. And then we get Adam Cole versus Jay Lethal. Sorry, my nose is a little stuffed up. Um, this was an interesting match. Yeah. Um, so Cole looked a little wobbly here. Um, so we start with him backing lethal into a corner. We don't really get the clean break that we're looking for. Just an elbow from Cole. Um, then an elbow to the top of Cole's head from lethal. Uh, and then an elbow to lethal. There's a lot of elbows in the beginning of this match. Um, lethal hits an arm drag into a drop kick to Cole and then a waist lock on Cole. Cole gets free, hits the Ansigiri. Um, doesn't really matter. Lethal gets this like DDT combination onto Cole. Um, however, he goes for a leaping Ansigiri, but Cole ducks. Um, and then Cole does what Cole does best, which is vamping to the crowd and then getting drop kicked off the fucking apron. There are some things that will just never change, and I'm glad that that's one yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, then uh, Toby Suicida takes Cole into the barricade. We go for a second when we get it, and then he goes for the third, but Cole is not in the mood for that. He fucks off. Uh, Fish and Kyle are there. Cole then uh, gets back in. He kicks Lethal. Um, and then we get like alternating roll-ups and pins, and then a figure four on Adam after a little while. Um, Adam gets free, he hits the super kick to Lethal, and then the knee pad gets lowered. But Cole gets a cutter for his troubles. Um, and then Cole hits Lethal with a super kick after an attempt at a stunner um, on Cole. Cole then goes up top, wants the Panama Sunrise, but he, well, he gets it, but it's just not enough. Um, he fails to get the last shot again, and then Lethal hits Cole with the O'Connor roll. Um, and Red Dragon distract. Cole gets the low blow on Lethal and then hits the last shot to win the match. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, he gets on the mic. And he says, there's nobody who deserves the AEW title more than me. Hangman, he stole my victory at Revolution. Two of the last three matches we had, I won. When I was pinning Jungle Boy, I saw fear... Uh, because Hangman knows he's looking at the man who's going to take his title. 
Adam Page caught lightning in a bottle at Revolution, and I'm going to shove that bottle up your ass. Because I am a winner. I bring the fight. Your world champion, he's a coward. He doesn't have the guts to come out here. And then Hangman comes out there. Uh, he smacks Cole and Red Dragon with his belt. Whips them with his belt. Uh, but Cole then delivers a low blow to Page. And a beatdown ensues. But then Jurassic Express come out to help. And Red Dragon and Cole are chased out. Um, then we get a video package for Lance Archer versus Dustin Rhodes, which will be happening on Rampage. That's going to be sick. That's going to be awesome. Uh, and then, unfortunately, we get Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti in the ring. And this is where it all falls yep. apart, more or less. Right here. So, Ty Con uh, Sammy, Sammy Guevara says... Three weeks ago, I lost the TNT title, but it is what it is. I don't have the title, but I still have this ring. I will do something so crazy that it will make you people chant holy shit. And the crowd starts chanting holy shit. I'm like, you didn't do anything, guys. At first I thought they weren't going to, and I was going to be like, this is even better. Uh, he said, I've heard it my entire career. The bums will catch up to me. It's worth it, baby. Uh, Ty says, now we want payback. She says something in Portuguese, or uh, I think it was Portuguese. Okay. It was, I believe, um, Portuguese. Um, Sammy is about to translate, but Ty says, nope, I can translate. Paige, you're going to get your ass kicked just like you did your whole fighting career. And I was like, it's a good, good, good retort, good insult. Fine, good way to end the promo. And then Dan Lambert comes out. And ruins it. Oh, and that Sammy before that says, Enough talking, Ty and me versus any of you two idiots. And Dan Lambert comes out and says, Let me give you the lay of the land. On our side, Ethan Page. The only thing Canada has gotten right. Page Van Zant, The best recent signing in AEW. And the champ Scorpio Sky, who hasn't lost a match since Tony Khan hit puberty last year. Uh, now on your side, Tiny Tim, do you want to give this insult? I don't feel right saying it myself. Oh, sorry, was it the the insults towards uh, Ty Conti? Why, yes, I would love to reiterate the horribly misogynistic joke that Dan Lambert made um, in calling Ty Conti Lucha Horus, which is horrible in and of itself, but also my brain immediately was just like Ray Horus. <laughs> Ray Horus comes out, debuts for Dan Lambert. I was like, that, my brain really did not connect it immediately, and I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, I'm fucking stupid. Yeah. The the. the... I guess some people do need things spelled the out for them. The shaming continues from Dan Lambert. It's like he sees slut. a woman and he's like, I literally don't know what else to call you besides a slut, yeah. a whore, or a bitch. And it's like, Dan, these women are talented and wrestlers, and there's so many insults that you could come up with about their wrestling I mean, talent or something at, like that. MJF, he comes up with a brand new insult every week that's creative. 
He literally said that he was going to crucify Wardlow. There's something he, you could do, I'm sure, that is not that horrible, spot. Dan. <laughs> literally on the spot. And fucking Dan Lambert's out here just slinging the same slut-shaming jokes. Like, dude. We get it. You want to be a piece of shit heel. But think of who you're representing. Your, your terrible insults and misogyny bring down Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Be more creative. Because mm-hmm. these guys are fucking top of the world. Even Paige Van Zant has got so much potential in AEW. Do fucking do better. My god. Like. <laughs> anyway. Um, Dan then says, We won't stay on top looking back at the bodies we buried. Uh, that was a pretty cool line. So do you have any interest in giving these guys back what they've been looking for? And uh, Scorpio and Ethan turn away. And Dan says, So you can kiss that match goodbye. He kisses the belt. And then Sammy says, I know we've been living in your head, but if you, only you knew what we did while wearing that belt, we live in your mouth too. Like, that's fucking... I mean, I get match gross with gross. Because Dan was being gross. But like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> no one wants to hear that shit. Yeah, no. I'd rather watch... India and Persia make out with Duke and Dexter again. Now, I don't want anyone to have that belt. (laughs) (laughs) And nasty. Rusev should have won the fuck. Did I say Rusev? Miro should have won the fucking belt. My god, I'm living in fucking 2018 over here. Woo! Um. Um, so then we get a video package for Ricky Starks and Swerve which will be for the FTW belt uh, on Rampage that is going to be amazing that's going to be sick as fuck Uh, and then we got Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet I want I want <sighs> I want to like this fucking feud because it's a women's feud that has nothing to do with a title but Layla Hirsch is giving a good resume for House of Torture. She's going to start dating show next because they both love wrenches. A match me in heaven. Oh, we know Layla's gay. I know, but it's it's the only. Uh, they'll be best friends. Yeah. Best buds. Yeah. Still match made in heaven. Um. Should be a quick recap. This is a very short match. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty simple. Um, actually, it's not gonna be the quickest recap, but it will be quick to blow through. So red velvet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm. It's because I have red velvet vamps is like okay. the first three words, and my brain just decided to knock red those last two together. <laughs> red velvet. Um. So red velvet uh, vamps during her walkout, only to get kicked really hard by Layla. Um, we get some slugging blows to velvet ringside, and then velvet whips Layla into the barricade, and then the opposite side. 
We get a hurricane around a two Layla ringside, and then the bell finally rings because the bell has not rung yet. Um, at this time, there's a boot to the jaw of Layla, and then a standing moonsault press onto Hirsch into a gut wrench on Velvet. Hirsch turns it right around immediately. Um, we go to commercial, and the whole commercial break is just Layla fucking beating the shit out of Red Velvet, like Mercils. Um, she Red Velvet's fucking exhausted at this point. She gets her energy back for some double knees to the back of Hirsch. And then hits the iconoclast off the top buckle. Um, then she gets the corkscrew kick to Hirsch, who rolls out to the apron before Red Velvet can cover. Um, Red Velvet goes to like pull her while like leaning over the ropes, which is a stupid idea, anyways. Um, and then gets hung up against the ropes by Hirsch. Hirsch then gets the turnbuckle, which as she goes to swing on Red Velvet, um, Bryce sees her and is like, "Hey, stop! You can't do that." And then apparently Hirsch had another turnbuckle in her trunks and he uses yep. that to hit Red Velvet. Yep. So stupid. So stupid. And I'm, I'm, I don't know. Fucking. I mean, this should have been done already, but Statlander versus Hirsch, no DQ or something. Like, come on. I mean, that'd be a really good match if it's not five minutes long. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like this should have been wrapped up already. As, as they mentioned on commentary, this yeah. has been happening since Christmas. Yep. So, anyway. After that, we had an interview with Jade Cargill. Uh, Mark Sterling said, we're not here to talk about Jade's opponent. Um, Jade says we're, talk- we're talking about my huge celebration we need money falling from the ceiling green Lamborghinis so much better than Thunder Rosa we need fine exotic dancers what am I going to wear I need green trim and then she looks at Tony Schiavone and just says Tony cut the shit <laughs> and then they walk out <laughs> Tony's just like Sure, I guess. If, if Jade Cargill told me to cut the shit, I'd fucking cut that shit quicker than the Flash. Um, so then we got, oh god, we got Thunder Rosa coming out to talk with Tony, and uh, Vicky Guerrero comes out immediately, yelling, "Excuse me, excuse me." Uh, she said, "Rosa, you may think of yourself as a leader." Um, but then the the crowd starts yelling at her. She says, excuse me. She says, don't insult my state. You can take your green card, start the backstroke, and return to Mexico. That's a fucking horrible that fucking is. comment, first of all. Second of all. What the f- I like the those the words came out of her mouth and like Thunder Rosa's reaction was actually very like mm. muted in a way um for what I would have expected um that I didn't quite hear it almost and then I really heard it like in my head like kind of echoed and I was like we're just going to say that like that's just going to it's just going to be something that we say okay yep and, and 
Yeah, tonight was full of promos where I was like, you took five steps over the line, like very large, like lunging steps. Yeah. And and she was married to Eddie Guerrero, so That's no. I mean, I'm literally on her Wikipedia married? page that says Vicky married Eddie Guerrero oh. nineteen ninety after three years of dating. Sorry. Um I knew that. And yet I didn't. <laughs> uh, there's so much wrestling history, okay? Um, but no. The, the, oh, yeah. Go, go, it, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say that, like, how the fuck do you say that? Like, especially, especially when Eddie was a part of your life, like. Especially, like, in, like, is she doing it because she, because they're in Texas? Is that it? Um, fun fact, uh, Eddie and Vicky's daughter, one, one of their daughters, uh, is married to Aiden English or Matthew Raywall. So Raywall is, uh, Vicky's son-in-law. That's a very weird six degrees of separation. It's not even six degrees, it's about two degrees. Um Okay, I I I read something and, and misread it. Never mind. Okay. Um so yeah, that was a horrible line to say. But then Thunder says, I got my citizenship in the state of Texas. But then Vicky interrupts her and says, In your hysterical state of mind, and the Nile Rose interrupts her and runs in and lays out Thunder Rosa. Vicky says, this is a true champion, and her name is Nyla Rose. Um, why did I say Nyla Rosa? Why did I write that? Anyway. Uh, make no mistake, she is hungrier for this title. And, I mean, I get it. Nyla Rose won that title in that building. But I don't think that Nyla Rose should have been the next one. You know? Let me let me check the uh the 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 rankings. See who's number one in the rankings. Serena Deep. Well, Serena Deep is number one, and then um. Nyla Rose is number two. So. Uh, if I was Serena Deep, I would say fuck that last match with Hikaru Shida and just take the title shot. That I'd be much more interested in a match between Thunder Rose and Serena Deeb than Thunder Rose and Nyla Rose because we already got Thunder and Nyla very recently. I agree. I agree. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Then finally, our main event: Dark Order versus Jericho Appreciation Society. It, it yeah, was, this was pretty fun. fun. It, ha it was a bit overbooked towards the end, but it was. That's fair. Um, so we start with Johnny versus Jericho. We get a body slam to Jericho, and then a little little pose. Um, and then we get a double drop kick to Jericho. Jericho scoots to ringside only for Johnny to follow him. 
Um, he kicks him. We get a Tobey Suicida and Brain Buster combination to Jericho. And then Jericho fakes being injured by Dark Order, um, which I believe was just Preston and Allen. I think they were the ones that came out. Um, and this gets them kicked out. So then we get a knee to the back of Alex Reynolds' head while he's against the ropes. Um, however, Silver clotheslines Jericho, hits him with a flapjack. Um, Garcia then comes in. And Johnny goes to send him out over the ropes, and Garcia just flings himself <laughs> into the and ropes. bounces off, but then rolls out. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. I fucking... Daniel Garcia is like my... He's the funniest I, wrestler. I, don't know. I love him. He's fucking hilarious. He's so annoying. Um... Jericho then launches Silver to the apron. Silver kicks Jericho as he goes off the ropes. He takes out Garcia and then the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society, finishing with a Hurricane Rana to Jake Hager and a crossbody lateral press to Jericho. Um, then we get some super kicks to Jericho. Uh, Johnny wants the discus lariat, but gets countered with a code breaker. This gets Garcia in. Reynolds and Johnny, however, double team Garcia, nearly getting the pin, but Johnny um, has to go take out Hager and then um, Matt and Angelo only to be body slammed or power slammed by Hager and Reynolds gets the pop up Nita Garcia goes against the ropes while Garcia distracts Aubrey Jericho hits Reynolds with the bat and then we get a scorpion deathlock for Garcia to win the match yep yeah and uh, that was really it um, fun half ah, fun dynamite um, so do you want to talk about the bests of the night? I'll talk about a best of the night. Promo of the night. I can talk about um, that. Legally, I believe I'm allowed to. I think there were two really great promos. But one really stole the show, personally. Dan Lambert. I knew this was coming out of your mouth. No. Um, so, son of a bitch! For, for those listening on Spotify and can't see what's going on, Liz forgot to change the sign for the entire show. So, I want to give a shout out to Jade's interview because that was very fun. Um, Moxley's promo was great and very much from the heart, but I think MJF stole the show, as always. You agree? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How could I not? All right. Let's talk about Wrestler of the Night, shall we? And yes, uh, I forgot to mention, if you have a question for our question segment, leave it in the chat right now and we'll answer it after the best of the night. You're watching on youtube leave a comment and we'll get to it in the next episode if you're listening on spotify join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to talk to us live all right um wrestler of the night let's see let's see let's see let me give you three choices let me give you three choices um all right we have four choices 
Ready? Oh! CM Punk, Dax Harwood, Sting, and John Silver. That's who I was going to pick, too. Dax, Dax is so fucking good at storytelling and just everything in the ring. Alright. So, and I think our match of the night is no contest, but as always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night. We'll talk about which one's the, wor the best match of the night. So, worst match with a 2 out of 10. Layla Hirsch versus Red Velvet. I'm I, this made me fucking tired of this feud. I'm so over it. Which mm -hmm. sucks because it's a women's feud that doesn't have to do with the title. Yeah. Uh next up with a four out of ten, Dark Order versus Jericho Appreciation Society. Pretty fun. This is a decent enough match until it got all overbooked. Um then with a five out of ten, Adam Cole versus Jay Lethal. It was decently fun. A bit slow for my taste. Um not in the pacing of the match, but rather every everyone's movements. Mainly Jay Lethal's. I I think he's a very he's a slower wrestler. And I think that didn't mesh well with Adam Cole's style. Cole's very fast. Um then Five out of ten. Uh, uh, Blackpool Combat Club versus Varsity Blondes. It was, a, it was a decent but short match. It was very one-sided. Uh, next up, with a uh, I think it's seven out of ten. A seven out of ten. The Hardys, Darby, and Sting versus AFO. This was so entertaining. This was so much fun. Uh, especially Jeff Hardy's spot and then Sting going Hulk mode at the end. Alright, and I think we are in agreement, but with a 9 out of 10, CM Punk versus Dax Harwood. This kicked ass. Yes. I this concur. This pro wrestling. Dax is good at this so shit. Damn good. And him trying to channel Bret Hart was great. The the failed diving headbutt was great too. It's like it it tells the story of him not being able to live up to those he idolizes, um, but still like tries very hard. And I think next week we'll see the result of that. I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more FTR tag matches. I'm glad that it seems like they're yeah. kind of getting more. Yeah, push. more, uh, more non-title feuds, which is great because those guys are amazing storytellers. All right, so run it back. Promo of the night: MJF crucifies Wardlow. Uh, wrestler of the night: Dax Harwood. Match of the night: CM Punk versus Dax Harwood. All right, you want to answer some questions? I'll answer I'm a question. Pull up the uh, YouTube real quick so that we can see if there's any questions on there. I would love to. 
Let's see, let's see, let's see. Do we have any questions on the YouTube? Give me one second. My laptop's being a little slow. Aren't we all? <laughs> all right, let's see. So we got... We got a question from Miriam in the chat. Um, and we got two questions. Let's answer one from Milam and then we'll do Miriam's, and then we'll do the other one from Milam. And then Miriam, if, if you have another question, you're more than welcome to ask it. Um, okay, so this first one's easy. Who do you think are the top three women re women wrestlers in AEW? Mine would be Thunder Rosa 1, Britt Baker 2, and Chris Steinlander 3. Ooh. I do love power ranking. I feel like Thunder Rosa is definitely number 1. Um. I think that there's like women that I think are leading the division. And then there's women that i would want to see wrestling on a regular basis like women I, whose I style think i really like your top three like your three favorite personally mine's like thunder rosa um here let me let me pull up the women's roster real quick they can't remember for the life of me everyone's names um Jade Cargill's up there. Jamie Hayter's up there. Penelope Ford. Mine's Jamie, Allie, and uh, sorry, the bunny and um, Penelope Ford. My number one's Thunder Rosa. Then Hikaru Shida. Then um, Jamie Hayter. Think no, actually, instead of Jamie, Chris, Chris Dylander. Okay, that's fair. All right. Um, and then Miriam asked, if you were a heel and had to generate heat from a crowd, what would be your tactic? Because I personally like the your sports your sports team is trash is kind of it's kind of overused. I, I mean, it it's picking on the top babyface. It's picking on the fan favorite. Pulling the MJF. Yeah. Mark, I feel like you'd be the best at this because I feel oh, like yeah. you're more. I love being a heel. Um, I know you do. It's like. I think if I'm going to get heat, I'm just going to attack somebody. That's the. Like, I feel like you attack the fan yeah. favorite. Mid their promo. Yeah. Um. Rip someone's sign. Love that shit. Ooh. I'd always... I know that's kind of, like, part of the wrestling thing, but, like, that always <laughs> makes me, like... Ooh. Um, yeah, I'd probably, like... It, it's always attacking the fan favorite. You always go after the wrestler, uh, not really the crowd, or you do both, like MJF does. Um... 
Yeah. It's like, it's either the hometown hero, like when MJF went after Brian Pillman Jr., um, or just the top baby face. Or it could be like Adam Cole and just low yeah. blow. I do love a good low blow. That is one of those like little things where I'm like, it's... especially because it doesn't count for women. Ooh, so. and actually, the best thing for me that I would do is probably like if I was in a tag team previously, or like basically shit on all of like my history like all my tag team partners were shit i was the best you know stuff like that like basically like if drew mcintyre turned around and was like 3mb was fucking terrible um sheamus was a horrible friend stuff like that just Mm -hmm. like, like kind of shit on your own past yeah I think that's fair. Like everything that got yeah, you to the point where like you are when now. You were a baby face. Shit talk that. Um, alright, so then Milam asked if you could see Steve Austin fight someone from AEW, who do you think he'd match up with the best? Sting. Um. What? Sorry, I, I. Not to be alarming, I feel like I smell something burning. Um. Anyways, I'm sure it's fine. Um, we'll hear their smoke alarms downstairs before they do. Um. Good opponent for Stone Cold from AEW. Oh, easy. Adam Cole. I think so. In a heartbeat. I don't, yeah. I don't know about Cole because he seems too fast for somebody of Austin's age. I'm thinking more of like Stone Cold, like working like uh, a well oiled machine. Like if you were replacing Kevin Owens with somebody from AEW. No, yeah, my, my mentality was. We're using like the good Stone Cold. Not the Stone Cold who really should not be wrestling at all. Answer. Uh, MJF. Easy. Mm, yeah. That's one. That's a could, good one. You could cut a promo on him in the middle of the match and, and take the wrestling away from it. Yeah. That's a good I point. Think that's what Kevin Owens is going to do if they do have a match. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I can't imagine that they're right. going to have a match. I don't think they even know what's going to happen. Um, but, yeah, MJF could probably just do the headlock takeover, win the match, like he says he always does. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so Miriam asked, uh, if someone who doesn't watch wrestling wanted to get into it, what is the one match you'd recommend they watch first? Ooh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Let's go with recenter matches. Yeah. Will Ospreay versus Okada. 
Because I feel like older matches... I feel like with older matches, there's a lot to... Mm-hmm. You know. Um, well, I do... From. Honestly, I would do Osprey versus Zack. That was really that. good. As much as I hate to say it. It was a really good match. Yeah, I mean, if... I'd probably show three matches. Or maybe... Yeah, you know, I do three. One for J- Japanese wrestling, one for indie wrestling, and one for um, large American wrestling. So I do Osprey versus Okada from uh, uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I do Thunder Rosa versus yeah. Athena for the indies. Um, for Moyer wrestling. And then for um, AEW. Um, let's see. I'd probably go with, um, I know, I know you said one match, Miriam, but I want to do three. <laughs> um, let's, oh, kind of get uh, sneak death matches in there. Bucks versus, uh, Lucha Bros. I might do that or... The dog collar match with Punk and MJF. It's a good match, but I feel like that's that wouldn't be good to show a first timer. Um, it's gotten a lot of people oh, uh, into wrestling, hmm. uh, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I really thought that the um, and I, I guess I'm biased, so I might say Zach mm-hmm. versus Osprey, but. I thought that was a really wicked match. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some others. I mean, obviously you have like Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair from WrestleMania. You have like the classics, like um, Bret Hart versus Steve Austin. But if we're doing newer stuff... Um, there was also Triple H and Batista, which is a great match, in my opinion. Mm, that was a really good match. Um, what was one? Hold on, let me see. I want to see what my favorites were from twenty twenty one because I can't remember. There's a part of me that's just like. Should I be nervous that I'm the only one smelling this yeah, burning smell? Smell <laughs> Oh, Finn Balor had a great match. Oh, no. No, the one match. The one match to show somebody is Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, Steel Cage. Okay. Or Andrade I think versus that's fair. Okay. Yeah, I um. I think maybe also there's argument for DX versus People Brothers of Destruction. People fucking hate that match. Like the majority I've heard. Really, I love that match. It's terrible. Here, wait. I'm curious. I'm gonna look it up. Um... Mark. You know, I, know, I can I know enjoy can. things without there being 
without there being no, no, a power ranking can, to it. Have, since watching that match, I've heard so much hate against it. Um, let's see. Well, uh, that's some crown jewel, right? Yep. Um, oh. What, what crown jewel was that? Twenty eighteen. Yes, that has on cage match at least. It has a zero point six nine rating with seventy four votes, which is a low number. Okay. Um, I I was just surprised because I I didn't dislike the match. I didn't. Um. Oh, you could also show uh, Brock Lesnar versus Brian uh, versus Daniel Bryan. You want to show somebody how good Daniel Bryan is? Drew Gulak versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, I think our point is there's too many matches to uh, to to give one to show somebody. It would be like we're sitting down and watching all these great matches in history. Um Yeah, I would I, I would honestly I would I would probably go with um if we're doing less recently Triple H versus Batiste, if we're doing more recently I'd probably dog collar match. That's my answer. I'll give one match. <laughs> All right, my one match, I would do, I do, I do Osprey versus Okada. That might be one of my favorite matches of all time. Okay. All right. Well, that's all the questions we got. Liz, would you like to close out the show? Sure. Um, if you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tune in the future, thank you so much. Hopefully the burning smell is actually something burning in a weird way. Thoughts and prayers. Um, please join us tomorrow for Impact, um, where if by any chance you watch it and Josh Alexander talks to Moose and you hear somebody scream, get his ass, that was me. And I didn't realize that I may have been a little oh, loud on that one. That. I did. So I don't know if that got picked up, but if it did. Um, so yeah, tune in for our Impact show tomorrow where we'll talk about the Impact show yeah. that we already watched. Yeah. We'll, try and, we'll try and point us out in the crowd. We should be there. Yeah. You'll see me. I'll be there wearing a J White shirt. And Mark will be next to me. What was I wearing? Uh, oh, I was wearing a show shirt. Your show. Which is not the most yeah, recognizable in a crowd. <laughs> um, but yeah, please yeah. tune in. It'll and be we'll awesome. We're doing our predictions for. Uh, I, we can't do predictions. We can't. We can't do predictions for New Japan because we don't know the card. No, we can't. Um, but Sunday we'll be doing our post show for the finals of the New Japan Cup. So tune in then. And then Tuesday we will have our regularly scheduled 2k22 battle the brand excuse me battle the brand stream starting off with our first week 
our first week Battle of the Brands, so tune in then. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. Hope you all enjoyed. Follow and subscribe. All of our handles are up there at the top of the screen. If you're listening on Spotify, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, it's all the Pinfall Podcast. Again, thank you all so much for watching. Join us tomorrow for Impact. We'll see you then.